everybody to the world infamous A Week Late Podcast. I am your host, Analysis49, a.k.a. Darren Torres. And with me, as of late, is Randy, a.k.a. Headshot. That's right, H-E-D-S-H-O-T. For those people out there on SoundCloud. And uh, Analysis49 is for my uh, gamer tag, which kind of have a beef about my technology failing me recently with some of my mobile gaming now with that gamer tag is kind of out the window because of a recent crash of my operating system but I'm not going to call out anybody negatively it was somewhat user error but mostly not my fault uh anywho this is the podcast in which I review movies fashionably late uh in this case we are continuing to review a TV show, Fashionably Late. This will be episode 98 of this podcast, and it's for season one, episode four of Voltron Legendary Defender, entitled Fall of the Castle of Lions. Wow, that's a mouthful. I can't believe I got that through that without fucking it up like I did the past three episodes. So... That is a mouthful. For all of the new listeners, thank you. Welcome. Um, If this is your first episode, I... Again, thank you, but I would probably go back and watch or listen... Watch some of the movies and listen to the podcast and watch uh, episodes one through three and listen to those podcasts before listening to this one. Because... We're going to include spoilers from episode four and before, because we've already talked about all of those already. So, um, basically the way this podcast works is that we talk about our expectations of the show, uh, where we want it to go, what we expect, and then you'll hear some intermission music from our resident DJ, Mr. Aaron Bond. And at which point you can pause the podcast and go watch the Fall of the Castle of Lions, episode four of Voltron, and then come back and, you know, we, we actually pause it in real time and then go watch the episode, at which point you can do the same. In the second portion, we rate said episode, and then we have a spoiler countdown. So we try to avoid uh, spoilers for anybody that hasn't watched Voltron and is just listening because of us, that's awesome. That is uh, awesome. But then afterwards, you can pause it again at that point and just know coming back later on where the spoiler countdown you know comes in and out, so you can pick up where you left off. That's the idea behind that whole thing. For the returning listeners, welcome back. Uh, what what were you gonna say? I was gonna ask: Is this podcast safe for work? <laughs> This podcast is actually not safe for work. For the new listeners, there is an explicit tag on iTunes. Uh, If you're listening to iTunes, you already know the explicit tag. Therefore, it's sort of a visual cue to put headphones on if you're listening to this at work. For those of you that do not listen to us on iTunes, just know that if if you're going to put this on at work or something like that, that it's probably best to put headphones in so that uh, anything that we say... Or do that you can't see because it's an audio podcast that will be described to you thusly, then um, there's fair warning for that. So there it is. So if you get sent up, question. yes, I don't want anybody to send up to Nancy and HR over something we said over the podcast. So that's funny. I used to work with a lady <laughs> named Nancy. Was she in the HR? Uh, no, but she oh. sat right in front of it. So that's, uh, that's pretty funny. That is funny. Hey, Nancy. And I can't say where that was. Actually, two at both previous jobs, I had Nancy's at Santa Fe HR. That's weird. That's very strange. <clears throat> anyway, that was weird. So, I guess what we're going to do is read the description for this episode, as we do. Yeah, let's um, get right into this one. This is... I also want to talk a little bit more about Comic-Con and Suicide Squad. But that's going to be in the second portion, and I don't know. I guess spoilers would be fair to say if Comic-Con and, and uh, 
even though I haven't watched, we have yet to do the Suicide Squad podcast, so that's not why I'm talking about it. This isn't some weird thing where we, you know, posted a, an episode before we actually went and watched the movie that we're talking about in a previous episode. But this is loosely based on time travel, and we can do that with uh, podcasting, the magic of podcasting, as it were. So... The only reason I say that is because uh, I now do want... I, I said before that I didn't want to do a Suicide Squad, po- Suicide Squad podcast, uh, but now I do, and I will probably be saying why in the spoilers, if that makes sense. Ah, I want to I wanna hear it, because right. ever since I heard it, first heard it coming out, I wanted it. And Speaking of timelines, it has to do with hopes. that and who's in it, and I think you're going to be happy because I don't think I've even told you yet why I want to go see it. I think I do know, okay. but All right. Stay we'll tuned. leave that for after Bond plays his countdown. Right. So here we go. Season 1, Episode 4? Yeah. Fall of the Castle of Lions. We're reading this off of the Netflix description. By the way, if you are dropping in brand new and this is the first episode ever, uh, you can go watch uh, Voltron, Legendary Defender. It's on Netflix. You could probably get it other places. That's not... That's not really that we condone that kind of stuff, but you guys are smart, you'll figure it out. But we are watching it on Netflix. And the description reads thusly. As one paladin threatens to leave the team, invaders storm the castle and destroy its power crystal in an attempt to steal Voltron. Now, we were discussing this. There's two parts to that. There's two parts to that. We were discussing this before, and it's like, should we read the description of this episode? Because that's like two spoilers... And it's like, I can't, a tra- it's like a trailer, where you can't say it's a spoiler if the spoiler, the alleged spoiler is in the trailer. Yeah, we haven't seen the episode, that's the first thing we see. Right. It's not spoils to us. It's spoiler to me. We almost feel like it. Like, what else are you going to tell us about? That's almost, you just, well, tell us the rest of it, why don't you? Yeah. But... It's it's not like we can change that, and we've been reading descriptions for the first three ep- for the first three episodes. So we're we're sort of using this as a verbal trailer. So whatever's in the description, we're not considering it a, a, a spoiler. So we're just passing it on, right? So yeah. So let's get to that first part. The first part, and here's where we for the new listeners. Here's where we dig in and do our expectations. This isn't any kind of rating. However, we do have a rating system when we come back and do the second portion. The rating system consists of uh, from 0 to 11 and 0 being the worst, 11 being the best, 10 being perfect. And then, you know, we will d- explain and describe why it met or exceeded expectations, why it got points and take, some got taken away. Um, so our hopes and dreams first and reality after? Right. Oh. Basically like real life. Just dashing oh, dreams. Crushing them everywhere. Falling of the castle of the lions. Or wait, of lions. Damn, I fucked that up and I'm reading it. Um, well, I guess we have to... What I'm expecting... I guess I'll go first. What I'm expecting in this episode is answers from the cliffhanger. From episode three, I'm going to get right into Katie. Oh. The whole reason... Like I, I've been... like In real time, it's been a week since we recorded episode three... Yes. The review of episode 3, episode 97 of this podcast. Uh, this is episode 98, if I already haven't said it, of the podcast, not Voltron, obviously. And then, the main thing for me was, like, cliffhanger, cliffhanger. Out we, of episode 3? We saw, in from 1 to 2, some things that were completely skipped over that they got back to in 3, which I think we did actually talk about, I can't think of them specifically but in real time it's been a week since the cliffhanger from for us anyway from three to four and that's the one thing i was wondering is like the whole time i was like what the fuck is that with this katie thing like were we right that he used to be a girl or is he a girl and we just assumed this whole time he was a boy is is that on us like is that is that our fault that's what i want to figure out besides that expectation i have middle to high expectations of this episode for that reason. I'm expecting to see less mice, or at least uh, an answer as to why they're still fucking here. And, you know, the graphics are going to be awesome as always. We will hopefully see a shortened sequence of them getting to their lines, because the last episode we saw the first time ever 
um, which I will, which I will never complain. I, I won't it. mind if that's uh, a part every single time, but they have to figure out a way to condense it because hunk getting stuck halfway down the tunnel. It's not going to be funny every single time, you know? Well, well no, it might, after it, three or four years, that would be it hilarious. Might be, yeah, it might be just a running joke. Uh, but yeah, so, you're right. It'll be... Um, it'll be all of them getting there successfully because More he's used to it now. And, yeah. But... Put lettuce on his cheeseburger. You know, I'm wondering who, you know, who threatens to leave the team. That's what I want to get to. Um, in this episode, in the description. Yes. Um, and then invaders storm the castle and destroy its power crystal. I remember them talking about power crystal. That's what the mice in episode one That's helped. what they had to fix yeah. in episode one. And that's basically what powers... That's why it's called the Power Crystal. It's their energy source for the entire... For, for the castle, for Voltron, for everything. It's basically like a huge server slash battery. Yep. Yeah, it's... If it dies, Voltron dies. Um, so, are we going to talk about our expectations well, on says, what we think? It says the castle and destroys its Power Crystal. So, they're giving a lot away. So, does that mean that without... Mm-hmm. The power crystal, does that mean Voltron can't fight? Well, I'm thinking maybe that's why the crystal was vulnerable. Because of the first sentence, one of the paladins threatens to leave the team. Mm. So there's a scuffle. We can think of, talk then, about who we think it is. In an attempt to steal Voltron. So that means that they're not in the suit. They're trying to break into the castle to take Voltron before they get a hold of him. Which because is not a spoiler. Has... Because if you're watching this in order and... and Going along the reviews with us, mm-hmm. we know that Zarkon is planning to do that, just that. So it's basically not spoiling anything because they told us that last part in part three. So maybe it that's is. exactly why it's not a spoiler. We just figured it out. It's because if you've been following along with us, that's Zarkon's plan from the episode three. So that's really not a spoiler. It's to go in and try to steal Voltron and then split them apart in the universe again, right? Like yep. put them far away from each other so they can't. It is. And how easy would that be when well, one of the Palatins is already leaving? And, and, and because they've already done it before. If one goes... Because yep. at the, episode one was them finding them from different parts of the universe. Mm-hmm. So was. if they did it before, they, they're trying to do it again. Which will be, you know, Voltron Legendary Defenders ten years down the road for your kid, you know? Yep. So what about your expectations for this one? So my expectations, I really want to get into, but maybe we should after, which lion we think leaves the group. Oh, which, what, my guess is? Yeah, we could do that. Which one leaves, and that, is that why, because uh, one of them is gone, Voltron cannot be formed. And is this when... So now's the time. Is this when our prediction comes to fruition, whereas the princess of none has to be in Voltron yes. and becomes the pink. Ah, there it is. Is this, is this when this happens, or is that what we're saying? Or is that what you're saying? Whew. Is that your prediction? Because that's, uh, I mean, if, if that's not what happens, that would be a pretty good way to introduce the female, the pink one. Yep. But also it might just be... Which we've been joking about and kind of predicting since episode one. And we've been, you know... The red one, we know he's he's the problematic one, like, emotional-wise. So I'm thinking he's the one that's going to leave this episode. Ah. They can't form I was thinking. I was thinking the Pidge. The pink one. Oh, Katie or Pidge? Pidge. Ah, see. Ah, zing. Kidge Patey. Oh. Pidgey? Isn't she a singer? Kidge Patey? Kidge Patey. <laughs> Kidgey Patey. But then I think because the red one is gone... That the pink one is going to show up and take the place while he's on sabbatical. Yeah, but is the pink one... Like, out off on his own pouting or, you know... Does the pink one come from outside of a third party? From the princess. Or is the princess the pink one? Yeah, that's what, you know... Is that what you're saying? Yeah, she's going to be right there at the palace. Right. Interesting. I wonder if that's what actually happens. They say they lose it. Or, you know... To dismiss, what does it say well, exactly? In an attempt to steal Voltron, so but they they straight up say, destroy its power crystal. There we go. In an attempt to steal Voltron, it's like, damn. Well, that's a spoiler. So but is the power crystal destroyed? That's what I don't know. It says in an attempt to dis- 
steal and Voltron, but it's while trying destroyed. to save that crystal, the princess the, the invaders storm the castle and destroy its power crystal. Uh, and we know who the invaders are. It's fucking Zarkon. Yeah, he was on his way in episode three. So they were building up his whole thing, and they already took down his big. I think it's progressing answer. faster than I expected because how many episodes do we have left, and we're already getting into some shit. We're on four. What's the total? Eleven. Eleven total. Is the last one an hour long or anything? Nope. Ooh. I know that hurts. So this is what's gonna happen. I don't think we're gonna hear anything about. I don't even want to like, look in at this the episode? previews because I'm like. My eyes automatically go to the text, and I don't want to do spoilers. Yeah, yeah. But I don't think we'll hear about Katie this episode. Ah, uh, I would be so disappointed. This this episode's going to get a low score for me. If I, I also so I'm calling it right now. don't think we'll get any more of Shiro and his background with Sarkon. Oh, yeah, the flashbacks. Where, yep. I think we will. I hope maybe we do. But along with that comes the answer to, with Katie and all that. But I don't think they're going to totally oh, leave yeah. it out this episode. You know, you're right. String that story. Yeah, they're going to bring. They're going to bring both those apexes yeah. happening at the same time. They're going to catch up the present with the flashbacks from the past, and yeah. it's like probably like episode nine or ten, and then eleven. We're going to figure everything out. Yep. That's, so I think they've got to skip over it this time. Yeah, they got to show conflict. us something. They got to show us a little. It'll you know, be a, a new conflict. Show me some ankle. But I think by the time they bring Katie back, we'll be worrying about something else. And then they're going to be like, remember this? And yeah, like, I'm going oh. to keep calling him Pidge until he be, he requests to be addressed and identified as otherwise. Well, I'm going to call him Katie. So, well, Hero, Chiro already <laughs> did. So, yeah. it's not uh, the leader of Voltron. So, high expectations for you? Uh... This one's going to be, I've given it really high scores, but I'm so think yeah. thinking it's going to be that good just because of the new story arc I think that's going to be brought hopefully, to us. Yeah, hopefully that we get. So it'll give us a little bit to hold on to. We won't know all about it till the next one. Right. So, so I think it's going to be more of an origin kind of a thing where I don't know how it, you know. Yeah, I don't know. It's It's going to be interesting. I mean... Hopefully we'll see... So this might be the most blah episode as far as looking forward to it. Well... Out of the first four for me. Didn't we say in episode two that it was kind of blah? Or I said anyway in episode two that it was kind of blah because they didn't fight anybody except a simulation against the castle. Yeah. It wasn't right. really It wasn't really a fight at all. It was just sort of them trying to figure out how to build Voltron up voluntarily, like... At will. As they were we doing their before. training, and that was episode two. So, some assembly required. Yep. And they um, just had to train, and then then in three we find out about Katie. Episode and two. Shiro's past with 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 Pidge slash Katie's father, brother, brother. Sorry, brother, father. That ended up working with his father. Right. But as you look back on it, episode two, what I remember was introduced a lot of comedy. Like, you know, show that they're vulnerable, true. making mistakes. Yep. That's true. Was, there was that, yeah. You know, the human side, too. And it was... And in episode three, they continue the comedy. They still have, like, these little cartoon, sort of, like, Saturday morning cartoon things dancing around Hunk's head. Yeah. When he's sort of explaining in his own way, like, what he thinks day is going to go like. Like, that snake thing. Why can't we just do, like, a Voltron yeah. snake? Like, a lion snake it or whatever. It was so good. Like, that shit was funny. And it's funny. And so maybe, you know... But you read it, and there's not much going on in two, episode two. But you think back on mm-hmm. it, I think that's what we're running into now. We're not going to know how good it is right. until so we it, see it. Yeah, the next part attaches. So let's go see it. I'm ready. You Are ready? you ready? All right, guys. So, oh, yeah. Whoops. That was me. It's supposed to be. Cheers. Uh, so we're going to pause it now. You guys can go watch it, quote, unquote, with us. You're going to hear some intermission music from Aaron Bond. Out of Orlando, Florida. We're out of Spring Hill, Florida currently. This is a, a unification. This is a brotherhood of family bringing you free content online. As long as you tell your friends, it's going to be free because I'm going broke over here. And we like your friends. Um, we're going to start, actually, um, we're not, we can't shout out anyone from episode three because we haven't posted episode three as of. The time we're recording this, but by the time you hear this, like I get, like I said, 
Through the Magic of Podcasting, episode three may or may not be up yet, depending on how the previous episodes do. You can catch Mr. Aaron Bond's intermission music only on this show, but you can get his other music on SoundCloud, so you don't have to go far, because that's probably where you're listening to us now, is SoundCloud. You can go to soundcloud.com slash Aaron Bond Music, or you're smarter than me, so just go to the search bar and type Aaron Bond Music, and that'll he'll, he will come up. Uh, you can tweet him at Aaron Bond Music, and he's also doing the Daily Fantasy Sports Podcast. We just started that. So, um, and that did actually quite well for being very last minute, not even announcing it. We got some good feedback, and the dude knows his stuff. I listen to him, and I'm just like... Yeah, Bond did really well. My eyes glaze over, and I start twitching, because I have no idea what the fuck he's talking about, because it's sports balls and stuff like that, especially baseball. (laughs) It's just like, goddamn. Sports balls. But shout out to him. Um, Thanks for doing the intro and outro, and the intermission. So, while you guys listen to that afterwards, pause it. And go watch, on Netflix, Voltron, Legendary Defender, Season 1, Episode 4, Fall of the Capsule of Lions. And we will be back for Part 2 of a weekly podcast, Episode 98. Yada, yada, yada. That's it. Nailed it. Perfect. Here it comes. All right. So uh, do that and we'll be right back. Oops. How long have you been doing this, you fucking asshole? I'm actually going to leave that in. Episode 98 of a weekly podcast for Voltron Legendary Defender Season 1, Episode 4 Fall of the Castle of Lions. Yikes. It's a long title. Uh, we are back. We just finished watching said episode from Netflix and or DreamWorks. Actually, both. Oh. By the way, I don't think we've shouted out like how cool the the DreamWorks uh, logo is at the beginning. Oh, have we talked about that already? We'll I probably don't know. talk about it like a lot. We should. It's awesome. But I really like it. Uh, so we hope you watched it along with us in air quotes. And I guess we're just gonna get into what? Just the meat ratings and how it met or didn't meet our expectations and why or why not. Do you want to go first, since I went first the first time? Are we having a spoiler countdown yet? Do no, I need not to be yet. Sensitive? Okay. Yeah, not yet. We're gonna do. So uh, we're gonna do ratings first, and why why it wasn't perfect or why it okay. was, and then we'll get into spoilers. The episode was good. I'm gonna rate it an eight, okay. which might be the lowest I've gave so far on Voltron. Anyway, is it? I think I did all nines and a ten. Okay. You would know better than and I would. And now the eight. Let us know if I'm wrong, but that's what we're going to go off of. Yeah. Or we could just go back but, and see ourselves. <laughs> we could. But I can't really get into the reasons why. Well, my expectations were totally wrong of what I thought was going to happen. Okay. But that's as far as I can go without right. our next sections. So. What about in terms of, well, I can say something without spoiling it. In terms of fighting, there wasn't any real fighting at all. Not Voltron fighting. Not the paladins Um, fighting amongst each other. The invaders that were mentioned in the verbal trailer, if you will, in the description. You know, as a matter of fact, the title itself, Fall of the Castle of Lions, is, is kind of a spoiler on its own. So, it's just, the whole thing was a spoiler. The title and the description of the episode. I I don't know. So without the only fight that really happened was between was it Keith and said invader. I mean it was um oh. Zar- it was Zarkon's uh was it Shiro? And you see the black line? Shiro is the one with the white 
tips, right? Mm-hmm. No. So it was, it was Shiro that was carrying... Lance. Lance. The blue. So, uh, yeah, well, I guess we can't get too much into that. However, so it was Shiro. It was Shiro. I think so. That was fighting Zarkon's assistant, which I can't remember his name, but it's a weird alien name. It is. And he's the one with, like, this... I guess if you had to call it a superpower or a gadget of some kind, or like basically he's got like this energy laser arm that replaces. He's an alien, first of all, and he's got like this alien laser, Mister Fantastic style Hulkbuster metal hand. Yeah, from the elbow to the wrist, he's got. He can stretch it out. He can yeah. make it big. So that was just that was pretty cool. I liked the graphics. So I guess I could talk about that without. Looked good. Yeah, it, I liked the way that they showed him using his arm and stuff like that. I'm still, I still don't really think we're getting into spoilers because, like I said, this this whole episode description, everything all together is one entire spoiler. But there are specifics that we can go into, especially. I guess not especially the whole prediction being correct about the possible Katie uh, reveal, um, but I guess that'll be also in spoilers. Um, and they just really push it to bore just waiting, really. Oh. Um, but <laughs> which isn't really a spoiler. I mean, it's like we we said in the first part that they were just going to drag it out. We're not going to figure out till the end, and that's what they're doing. So. But we did have some new information we come did. along with... We did. So, how, like I said, I'm not spoiling it. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm glad you said that. I would have left that out. But how they fought, like, going back to, like, whatever Zarkon's assistant is. I don't know his name. Um, I think it starts with an S or something like that. His, the crazy arm guy. That whole battle sequence. That, that was a fight. That was a battle, but it wasn't a Voltron fight. Right. It was just a paladin versus the invading forces that basically try to take over the castle. A paladin minus his lion. Right. Just so I guess that'll be in the spoiler countdown, after the spoiler countdown, rather. So I would give this, being that I was right about basically all of my predictions and how this is going to go, I think it's gonna, I'm going to end up being right about most of it. So I don't know if I should give it a higher score because it's starting to me look like very predictable or I should give it a low score because it had high expectations and I figured it all out before episode four, you know? So I'm kind of torn into like, you know, do I give it a high score because that's the way I figured it out and that's probably the way I'd write it or minus the whole Katie stuff because I'm still not sure where they're going with that, to be honest. <clears throat> but not, not that I wouldn't write that, but that would kind of be the last thing on my mind as a twist, you know? Yeah. So what, and what about episode on its own without you predicting anything? Say again? after the episode on its own without oh. your earlier prediction? Yeah, the episode what on its own. Do you give it a number on... Uh... That's what I'm saying. I'm still stuck because this is the episode in which I kind of figured everything out. It's like, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it'll take a twist. But, like, for the animation and stuff like that, still top-notch. It's not like it's going to decrease in quality on that. But what I'm looking for is, like, new effects. Like, we haven't seen that whole arm energy thing before. And there was, like, this kind of slow motion and a a really cool punch that they kind of shared between each other. He's like, oh, you've been training, blah, 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 blah. So it's like they realize that they're getting stronger and faster, but at the same time, as the title of this episode says, the fall of the Castle of Lions ensues. So let's stop there. So you gave it a seven. I gave it a. I gave I it gave a, an eight. You gave it eight. I yes. think I'm going to give this one a seven. Oh, boo this man. <laughs> I kind of called it. And we've kind of made jokes about where it's going to go, and I think it's going to go there. So I don't know what's what's worse at that point, you know, is if I figured it out or if, you know, we have yet to see it go another way, you know. But I guess a seven is fair. I mean, it's still entertaining. The comedy, we can talk about the comedy without spoiling it. The comedy was still there. 
I guess, but it wasn't as prevalent because it was a more serious episode. They were literally being taken over. Now, one of the things that you said that you might have given a lower score before, because we only talked about it two seconds before we hit record. For the new listeners, this is unscripted, so we just, you know, try to find time in our schedules to, to record and watch, you know, Voltron and shit and record shows on it, but... You said that uh, they're, they're throwing a device into Voltron that you don't particularly like that TV shows do is to like sort of split up the group. Yep. And I guess we, we can't really talk about that either until we get into spoilers because we have to do the predictions about who, it, who exactly was the one that threatened to leave and were you right or was I right? Right. And that's where so, I get to the spoilers. So you, you gave it an 8. I gave it a 7. I would still highly recommend this that anyone watch really do you has your son watched any of these yet or no we haven't watched any no Voltron together so i think once i show it to him he's gonna like it and we're gonna have to binge watch it so i'm waiting Ah, good call i get to work in and then we're gonna do it all right that that makes sense and i think you might like it um in a different perspective when you watch it sort of with him and not through his eyes but like his reaction to, I will say this, unexpected, unless I'm looking into it too deep, there's like an unexpected political twist that I, that I was like pretty deep for a cartoon to have, to start getting political on this kind of shit, you know? And early in the, you know, only as episode four. So So we're going to go ahead and be quiet for a little while. I'm going to put in the world's worst podcast sound effect for a spoiler countdown. And we'll be back in a second. And I'm going to smash something. <laughs> I smash something. All right, All right, so after this, spoilers abound. So what do you want to talk about first? You want to go in order? Yeah. Like last time we picked, we did a sort of, uh, we did like a Wikipedia page. We did. Do you want to do that again? Let's start. Let's let's break it down ourselves, and then we'll we'll do the the Wikipedia breakdown um, afterwards to see if we missed anything. So why? Let's go back to you. Why do you think not a perfect episode? Well, yeah. Or be, why? I don't the know. The reason why I, I gave it an eight. eight. The reason I gave it an 8 instead of, kind of the trend has been going 9s and then episode, you know, I've loved the last one, so I was almost sure I was going to give all these in 9s and 10s along the way, but I gave this one an 8 is because it's the conquer and divide uh, yeah. strategy. And now so, there are <clears throat> many twit like, I guess that's many the first thing. to follow. We can talk about is uh, the very again the very first thing in the description the very first sentence as one paladin threatens to leave the team, boom once again I called it I said it's going to be Pidge, you said it was going to be you know one of either the black red. or the red I thought it was and the red line I, I knew that Pidge was going to be you know a fucking brat <laughs> a little brat about. Being, you know, wanting to go see his family. And they even called him out in this episode. It's like, everybody has families. We all have families. Like, we, we want to go back home, too. But I actually said this in either episode two or three. The review of episode two or three, there was this sort of theme of, like, you know, we have to form Voltron, defend the universe, so we can go back home. And all Paige wants to do is go back home without fighting first. You know? So... So he found where his parents are, and he's ready to go right now? He thinks... He where he found, thinks they yeah, should be. Yeah, he said it was pointing him in the right direction. So at least he knows where to look, start looking. Yep, and how did um, we find that out? Because that, I think that was a pretty big, pretty he, big deal where he, he was... He got enough intel from, remember when they did, like, the partial hack? Yep. In episode I mean, uh, two or three? Yep. But I mean, when Pidge revealed it to us, that that's what when he came out right and said it, who he said it to. Yeah. Um, well, it was the princess, wasn't it? Yep. And she found out because she was talking okay. to the weird palace. Yeah. Mice. So again, with the mice, having a man, conversation. Maybe that's another reason why I gave it a seven two. Is that now, like, 
before we knew that they were telepathically linked, and now she's actually talking to them. Like they're squeaking, yeah, they're squeaking at her, and she's speaking to them back out loud. Like she's no longer brain, like using her brain to command them to make a sandwich. Like what's his name joked about the yeah. redheaded secretary yeah. dude. Yeah. <laughs> um, but she's now full on having like she's talking to mice. She's talking out loud. They're responding in squeaks and and miming, mimicking. They were telling basically. There was secrets. this whole thing about secrets, right? Secrets. And they're like, "What other secrets do you have?" And they were being playful and gossiping, but then they sort of mimicked how Pidge, Pidge. was kind of like dancing around like a little girl. And again, I was kind of joking about how they would bring something like that into a show like this. Which is totally fine, but out of left field. Like, I don't think it even closely fits, you know, why they even decided to go that route. Not that there's anything wrong with it, because you know what? Who There was a Disney movie, what was it, Mulan? Where there were um, a princess pretended to be Mulan, a guy, so she could in fight war. in the war. Yep. So it's kind of the same thing. Like, he's, she's pretending to be a guy... More widely accepted, even in the universe, it's still <clears throat> it's still a man's world, right? It, <clears throat> yep. That's what they're saying. It is. That's what they're saying. It is, is it not? Yep. So why? So I'm but not. She was picked. She wasn't volunteered. I'm not. Yeah, and I'm not looking so too it, deep into this. Like these people are doing this in a storyline. So mm-hmm. I'm wondering where it's gonna go, and they they're still teasing it out. And you're right, they're stretching it out. But through the course of that. We find out that Zarkon's assistant doesn't even have to really try that hard to get into the castle to break in, to basically, you know, break up the power crystal, which I kind of was confused. Like, if they had their own power crystal, why'd you have to destroy the other one with the bomb? Why not just take it out and, you know, take one out and replace the other? Or, like, did you really have to... It was basically an act of terrorism. Like, this, this show gets really political in this episode. I, I thought anyway. I might be looking too deep into it. I don't know. But you actually have a line where not is it Shiro? Who's who's the black line? I don't Shiro. Shiro. And then the red line is Keith. Yep. And blue Lance is blue. Yeah. Hunk is yellow. And uh, that's it, right? Katie. And Katie slash Pidge is green. green. So Katie. So we have this whole thing where What's his name? Shiro is in the hallway and he's like, should we really be leaving the door wide open for people to come in and out at a time where we're like supposed to be at war? And I'm like, is it just me or does that resonate like the political landscape of what's going on right now? People are talking about open borders, like letting people go back and forth and it gets like people get really like up at arms, literally about this whole thing that's happening, happening like politically. And here we are. Watching a completely irrelevant show, like what we deem seemingly irrelevant, is completely hitting on all these, uh, all these adult themes. But it's a cartoon for children, you know, which is which is great because I think it works on multiple levels. They're not talking down at anyone, and at the same time, like I said, Mulan was a, a movie what from the nineties. Yeah, it's and, not. And she had a 2000s. racist black dragon. Like, that didn't make any sense. It was Eddie Murphy. It was, was the, Eddie Murphy. It was Eddie Murphy, and he was, like, racist as fuck. He was, like, making all these Asian jokes and shit like that. Gosh, and, Eddie, what And it was just, doing? like, it was just, like, uh, you know, very, very advanced for, for that time, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. And they're doing the same thing now in Voltron. It was the last place I expected to see it. That's all I'm saying. Like, I don't have anything wrong with it. I'm curious to see which way it goes. But I just, it came out of left field for me, and I just wasn't expecting it. Especially, like... It to go even more political with, like, you know, uh, he's like, well, I'm going to go check the perimeter just in case. And then Zarkon's assistant, I really have to learn his name, but I'm on a roll right now, goes and, like, basically trashes the village of the people that Voltron just saved in the previous few episodes. Like the, the mole people, the rock people, or whatever the fuck they are. Right. The rock people with moles on their face. <laughs> right. The, <laughs> the moles with rocks in their face. <laughs> and it's just like this... Thing where they figure out a way to hack the thing that Pidge hacked to get like their his little personal drone. Yeah, he called. He has a he has a name for it. I forgot what it was, but he 
basically figures out that, okay, their doors are wide open. I can hack the thing that Pidge hacked to hack us. I can hack it back, basically, and use it as a bomb to blow up the power crystal. And that's what he does. And it's like a three or four second explosion that really, like, hits, like, it's a blast. And then that's where Lance gets hurt. He does. He's standing next to the crystal as it gets blown up remotely from Zarkon's mm-hmm. second-in-command, I guess. Henchman, right? Henchman. The guy we don't know his name. Yeah, I maybe um, it's a good time to p- pull up that wiki so uh, I can get his, get his name. That is a great intro. But, uh, you like how I did that? Smooth. And then, from there, that basically lets us know and to also segue into your sort of more of a... It moves the story forward to split them up even further. Shiro has to stay with Lance. Basically, the, the castle just shuts down. All the bay hangar doors are closed, and because there's no power, they can't open them except for one that Pidgey's open, which then Hunk and the secretary, the secretary redhead guy, Reese Darby's character... We really have to... Isn't his name... Anyway, I keep... I keep yeah, uh, I have weird fucking names. Yeah, Hunk and him, they do. They go off to yep. the planet that is, well... It's not necessarily not a planet. planet. So did you understand that part at all? Because yeah. maybe that's another reason why I didn't get it. So... It's the size of a planet, but it's an actual living creature that's fossilized. Okay, I, that I got. And they harvest these crystals off of that to power their ships. Right. So the what's castle. The, so what's the difference between what Reese Darby's character was describing when he, you know, this beautiful experience of him yep. going and, and harvesting the crystals off of a... I didn't think it was a living creature. I thought it was a fossilized creature. Yep, but it was still alive was the weird thing, like... I don't see. That's what I'm confused about. I think it used to be alive at one time, and now it was it an animal, and it was fossilizing, and and the fossilization of it had crystals inside of it. And when he was a kid, he would go with his father to harvest the crystals. So what's so different about what they, he was doing as a kid, and to what Zarkon's doing to it to to mine the shit out of that crystal? When he was doing it as a kid, so what's what's the difference? That's I what I didn't understand. Why was he so mad that they were mining this fossilized thing for crystal when he was talking about how beautiful of an experience it was? Yep. I think it was, you know, they were just depleting the whole creature. Right, right, right. Whereas before, you would take, you know, as much as one person needed, and there would be enough left for the next guy. Or, But it was just a mass farming of yeah, crystals that I think... maybe. But, because, you know, there was, it was devastation, and it wasn't a lush, beautiful land anymore, mm. or epidermis, whatever. But was it at some point, or was it always it was, dead and fossilized? That's what I don't understand. They said it was, the surface was beautiful, shiny, you know. Right, but I crystal-y. figured that's because of the crystals. Yeah. So, if he, as a little boy, went and took a little chip off, and he thought it was a great experience, now this guy is mining the fuck out of it. He can't get no more chips. <laughs> he can't get no more chips, but <laughs> the other guys just do it on a grander scale, what he did yep. as a kid. So now is there no more crystals left for the Voltron crew to get what they want? That's a good point. I didn't even he know that. Just yeah, mined the shit out of it so there wasn't none for anybody else. Yep. Um, so now he's really in control. So the team and... What else? Let's, let's keep going on our own before we... But I just I really want to get these names out there, though, so I don't keep fucking it up. Sandak. Sandak, the henchman, second in command. The Haxis, one of Sendak's soldiers, who's able to sneak a bomb drone into the castle. So that's the part where we're at right now. So let me just start from the beginning. The team and Erujan celebrate Voltron's victory in the castle, but the festivities come to a halt when Pidge reveals her intentions. Oh, Katie, what? So we all know at this point, We've I've we've predicted it since episode two that no since episode three that Katie was probably get, that Pidge was probably gonna be end up being a girl right so I guess you know in the wiki like I said spoilers we basically all know they just keep dancing around it that's what I don't like 
by episode four, we've all figured out, Pidge is a girl, it's Katie. She's pretending, to, she's going undercover looking for her parents. That's fine. She pretends to be a boy of Joy Voltron. Also fine. But in this wiki, flat out her. Her. To halt, to a halt when Pidge reveals her intentions, to the princess, by the way, to leave the team and search for her missing father and brother. The princess is trying to bond with Pidge now that they have something in common, quote unquote. Now that the glass revealed her secret. Right. As the team tries to convince Pidge to stay, Haxus, one of Sendak's soldiers, so basically Sendak is Zardot, I keep forgetting all these fucking names, man. Zarkon. Zarkon's henchman, and Haxus is Sendak's henchman. Perfect. Begat, begat. Is able to sneak a bomb drone into the castle, causing it to destroy the crystal that powers the entire castle and severely injure Lance in the process. Koran, I thought, it, I, I knew it was like I had to do something biblical. And it's the Quran, the Quran. So it's Quran, though, right? Quran. Uh. That's how I'm gonna remember it. Quran, Quran, Quran. Yeah. Quran and Hunk leave to acquire a new crystal. Keith and Alora. Oh, that's what we forgot. Now Keith and on your. That's actually where we're getting to. On your, on more towards your note. Thus, more split up. Yep. So. Now, Keith and Alora are outside while they're on the inside, basically, taking over everything. They just basically walked, walked in there, had one, one fist fight with, with Shiro, and that's all she wrote. They blew some shit up and took over. Right. And they, they inserted their crystal. The screens turned red. In case to visually the tower, tell us that, you know, <laughs> by the way, the bad guys are taking over. In case the tower into this shield that... The princess and... While they're blowing up the city. Right. While they're blowing up the city, they they use that as a distraction to get everybody out of the castle. While they're out of the castle, they put down down the shields and attempt to basically hijack the entire castle, as we know, is a ship. Right. And they did. And they did. did. They died. They they almost succeeded. Um, Then Pidge stays behind to... Stop said hijacking of right. the ship. Because they were taken off. I guess the castle kind is of a succeeds. Ship. Yeah, he stops the takeoff. Kind of she. She oh Katie stops the takeoff. See, and this is exactly what I'm talking about. And I really don't want to get political about LGBTQ stuff. This isn't a joke. I'm really being serious. It's crazy about how a um a show like this can teach kind of that tolerance that people are always talking about. Like it used to be a boy. Now we know that she relates as a female. This is her true self. So now we have to go from saying he to she because that's what she really is. So we go from green to pink? Maybe that's where they get the pink ranger from. I told you. I've been calling this shit since episode two, man. And, I, and I'm saying, it's not that I'm making this up, I'm making a joke about it. This is actually, like, it's, it's fucking happened. I mean, the second second episode, third episode, I was maybe joking, but I fucking called it either way. That'd be cool. Either way. Either um, way, he's taking credit right now. You got it. Uh, so, so sorry. as the shield comes down, yep. Princess Alora, Keith are locked outside, right? Mm-hmm. Of this force field. Meanwhile, locked inside the force field... In what is now the enemy's castle. Right, so... Is Katie. Yep. Wow, and, and we're basically at the end of the episode because... Shiro. Yep, because then after that they find out that Pidge is on the ship and he's like, find him and kill him, basically. Yep. And meanwhile, Hunk and... Yep, so Hunk and... Bible, um, Bible secretary. <laughs> God, why is it so hard Kara, to remember? Kara. Koran. Koran. Quran. So Hunk and Quran crash yep. on this. Oh yeah! Not only yeah. So being talk about that on this being. Mm-hmm. So everybody's divided up. They're with somebody that's not necessarily. Zarkon's uh, huge mothership comes and harasses yep. uh, Hunk and Quran. Makes them crash. Makes them crash during the chase, which you know Quran had some pretty fucking killer ass moves. Yeah, he knew what to do. And they end up diving down a hole that is... Being mined. Miles and miles and miles and yeah. miles deep into the I core mean, of goes, this. I mean, it goes down. And being. the first half of that hole, no jutting out metal, nothing that can hurt. All of a sudden, Hunk makes a joke. I think he gets distracted. Hunk, hunks the metal all over the place. It hits yeah. a wing. 
I'm like, you know, smoke is never good. They hit the bottom of this vertical tunnel, basically this mine shaft. They hit the bottom. They hit the bottom. Force field comes up on the ship, and what do they see? Do you remember? Some, something in the shadows. With light, like, glowing lights. Eyeballs, glowing eyes and shit. Definite legs. And, yep. They standing look like, upright. Yep. They look bipedal, for sure. Yep. But that's another cliffhanger, another mystery. And, and this is what you were saying. This is one of the things that you don't like that I do like. Now we're getting into five different storylines in one show. Yeah. Which I love. But I can see what you're saying. Like it gives you like binge watching anxiety because you just really want to know. Now instead of one cliffhanger, we have four or five to follow. Yeah, and it's stressing me out. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to have gray hair and we won't be able to walk yeah. next week and shit. They're going to get to other ones sooner than one that I'm not going to want, and I'm going to need yep, the other this one first. story now. Yep. So, and I don't know. Maybe I should have given it a higher score, because I actually like them splitting yeah. up in the whole... I can see you smiling, you know, you're beaming. I like it, I like it. Yeah. Uh, I have an itch on my foot, so I'm beaming yeah, because it feels really good right now. I'm like yeah. a dog that scratches like behind the ear. I'm like, if my yeah. legs were crossed and I was smashing my foot in my crotch, I'd say my foot itched too. If I could lick but my But it doesn't own. look like you're scratching your foot. Oh, from weird angle? Yeah. I'm scratching my par. Oh, no. What was the joke I made before the golf joke? We were playing Wii, and it was like, uh... My par drifts. My, my par slices to the right? <laughs> yeah! <laughs> he thought that was a good golf joke. I don't even play golf. He's like, dude, if you walked into a golf club and said that, everybody would laugh. I'm like, all right, I'm saving that joke. It's a good joke. You'd bring the clubhouse down or they'd kick you out, dude. But either way... Yeah. How's your par swinging? My, my slices to the right. Um, so let me see, let's pick up, let me see, let me see here, let me see here. So it says, Crystal at Power the Castle. Cran and Hunk leave to acquire a new crystal. Keith and Allura rush to the Erusian village, village as it is being attacked by Gaura. Whew, so many weird names. While Shiro and Pidge remain at the castle with Lance. Right. However, Sendak attacks and overpowers Shiro, said fight that we were talking about with the cool arm and shit. Fisty. Fisty Mc... <laughs> Fisty McSendakterson? Fisty Mc... Fisty McFisterson? Uh, before plugging a Galran crystal into the castle. The attack on the Erujan village being a distraction. However, Pidge evades capture with Allura's guidance, is able to sabotage the Galran's efforts to watch the castle. Meanwhile, Hunk and Corant, that's written wrong. And with Allura's dad, it's able to... Huh, Pidge evades capture, and with... Eh, I guess I read it wrong. All right, fuck yourself. Meanwhile... Wiki. Meanwhile, Hunk and Corant arrive at a nearby Balmera. Balmera. A, a large, petrified creature the size of a planet. Yeah. So it's no longer alive. It's petrified dead. means it's been dead it's and gone dead. for ages, right? Dead and... Dead and gone. <laughs> uh, that's, wow. Was that Justin Timberlake? Oh. Uh, just Probably. the size of a planet. Hey, Justin. From which the Altians acquire crystals. However, they discover that it has been taken over by the Galra and crash in the subterranean mines where they find those weird, maybe walking lizard ape underground people. So... And it's clearly at the bottom where they've mined to, so it's it's no secret that the Alt Jesus the Balmera I don't even know what the fuck I'm saying anymore. Balmera or the Alt taken over by the Galra. So the oh, Galra the bad guys. The Galras are the ones that are obviously mining. That's the race of alien that's taking over the so burning the city, the Voltron and burning yeah. the city and all that. Which, by the way, they completely took that shit. Whatever, they, they took Voltron straight up, up dude. Yep. They fucking stole that shit. I was like, okay, that happened. Didn't even ring the doorbell. No, nope, walked just in walked right it. in. And that's why we have to secure our borders. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, I mean, not we do, but uh, oh, I don't want to make which this way political. Is he going? Oh my oh, god! Shit. And now the spoiler countdown of life. We will be quiet. <laughs> yeah. I'm just kidding. That's not a thing. Boop. Maybe Boop. next episode. Which way is he going politically? Who cares? It's a comedy show. Is it a comedy show? Is this funny? Is this even entertaining? I don't fucking care. Uh, you can tell he just gave up halfway through this show. <laughs> I was like, alright, I don't give a shit anymore. Uh, so yeah, basically, I mean, we, we fucking nailed it, dude. 
Our know? memory of it, two seconds after watching it, ain't so bad. Right. Once Wiki's pulled up, we're pretty good. <laughs> Um, but it was a good episode. It wasn't action-packed. It wasn't that action-packed at all. The, the fight was cool. The fight was definitely cool. I think it will have a lot of significance as we move forward. We'll be looking back. And you you kind of called it, too. You said, so, hey, look, this is going to be a slower episode. You even said that in the first portion. You're like, I think we're going to get a lot of exposition. I maybe put exposition in your mouth. I don't use that word. Yeah. Exposition. Well, also, putting exposition in your mouth was the name of your last sex tape. Oh, and it still hurts. <laughs> Did it again. Um, so, all in all, I mean, I'm kind of bragging about the fact that I fucking nailed almost every prediction so Page. far. Yeah. So, uh, you know what? This is the last episode. We're not doing another one. I'm just going to go out on a final note of winning. I'm just kidding. Drop the mic. We're I mean, still, yeah. This is the very last episode of the whole podcast ever. Thank you for listening to you. Anyway, that's not true. Watch them stop listening. They're like, well, that was fun. Goodbye. No, please don't. Stop. Don't go. We love you. Um, so, do you want to talk about the spoiler of the Suicide Squad thing that I was telling you about earlier? Woo! We should. It's not a spoiler, but... I didn't know it was there. I didn't know it was there either. Um, as, you, as you know, I recently talked to Bond, and he was like, have you watched? Because he knows, you know, we, we did, uh, actually, Bond and I did Man of Steel. Let's go back to episode 55. Wow. If you go back to episode 55, that's Man of Steel. Um, how have we done so many shows in such a little amount of time? Holy shit. That's awesome. Then we actually did Man of Steel together as well. Years later, I think it was episode 65, like exactly 10 episodes later. I'm not sure. I, I don't know why... I'm talking shit. I have it right here. I can tell you. I just don't want to... I don't want to search. I don't want to do this work. Go look for it yourself. I don't care. So just Actually, just I care. Episode please, please go listen. Yeah. Uh, episode 55, start with Man of Steel. But um, he was telling me... He's like, so have you watched... Because we did watch Batman vs. Superman together as well. And we did a podcast on it. Uh, again, I don't I don't know what number it is. I can. I could probably find it. But... Ah, it's right there. Wow, I didn't even have to search that hard. That's how late as I am. Episode 93 was Batman vs. Superman, Dawn of Justice. Um, he saw the extended version of the R-rated version. Did you know that the extended version, the Blu-ray version of Batman vs. Superman, Dawn of Justice is R-rated? Oh. It's, did you know that? I did not. It's got an extra 28 minutes of uh, shit that wasn't in the theater that explains a lot of stuff for the Damn. hardcore nerds like us. 28 um, minutes? And that 28 min- minutes makes it rated R. The shit that they show in there apparently... I don't know if it's gory or if it's like an F word or two. I have no idea what makes it rated R. But um, if if you go back and watch uh, Batman vs. Superman, and he, he said that they basically, something that I've been complaining about, Suicide Squad, and this is a spoiler for anyone that hasn't seen anything before that. So either pause it and fast forward a few minutes, or thank you for listening, but I'm about to talk about... like It's not really a spoiler because, again, something that's in the trailer which is a trailer that I haven't seen yet. I, I go out on a limb on purpose to see as little of a trailer for a movie or a show going into it that I possibly can, so nothing gets spoiled. Apparently there's a trailer out there where Batman is in Suicide Squad. Batman is in... So, for that reason only, I want to go see Suicide Squad and do a podcast on it now. Because... A comic book nerd like me knows that Suicide Squad, in the original DC Comics, was basically like young Joker before... The like, early years. The early years. Like, before he met... He, I mean, Suicide Squad even started before Joker even met Harley Quinn, before she was even a character. It was basically the same people that are in the movie, minus Harley Quinn, because she comes later. So it was... Uh, it was jo- a young Joker, before he was Joker, basically. Um, he actually had a name, didn't he? He didn't. He didn't go by the Joker. Oh shit! The real hardcore fans are gonna, if they're even listening, which they don't really, are gonna be pissed. But anyway, it was Joker, uh, Deadshot, uh, Croc, and uh, I think that was it. The the lady that all put like bombs in their heads, so. They wouldn't, uh, you know, go off and do their own thing. So basically, it was their way of controlling the bad guys to do good. 
So I found out in the tra- that there's a trailer going on out there that Batman is in is in Suicide Squad, and I'm like, wait a minute, we have Man of Steel, and we have Batman vs Superman, which obviously reintroduces Man of Steel, and Suicide Squad should be a prequel to all of those. Again, if you haven't seen those movies yet, and I know you haven't, so this might even be a spoiler for you, Randy, but. In in the um, storyline, Robin, and this is actually in the trailer, so it's not it's not really a spoiler again. But Robin is is dead in in Batman vs Superman. We are to assume that Joker's already a thing and has been a thing from the past. What I'm just now realizing is, is that that was foreshadowing the Joker in Suicide Squad and how they took Suicide Squad from being a prequel and put it. In between Bat- Batman vs. Superman, Dawn of Justice, then it's Suicide Squad, and then we have Justice League. So basically, during they, they took Suicide Squad and shook up the timeline so much that Suicide Squad doesn't even happen before Man of Steel and Batman vs. Superman. It happens after Batman vs. Superman and before in Justice League. Woo! Take all that in. Take all that. Calibers don't hurt. So does that make sense even to oh, somebody yeah. that, that hasn't seen those movies? And without spoiling it, I think that did a pretty good, damn, damn good job. Hell yeah. And I can't even say it. It did such a good job. So proud. Um, but there's a full-on scene where Joker and Harley are in this uh, Joker's car uh, in, the, in the trailer. And they're straight up, you know, they're straight up being chased by Batman. And I'm like... Now that this falls in this storyline, and if they do it properly, it totally makes sense if they do it right. I hope they do. I want to... Ah. So it all exists in the timeline. You have to go back, sir. It's your duty to go back and watch Man of Steel if you haven't seen it. Because technically, that's where Batman's story starts. Man of Steel is basically the prequel to... B versus S. Yes, thank you. Deal. Wow. There it is. That's it. <laughs> but then there was one more thing. Um, there are, I keep saying I'm going to post pictures of stuff that we set find on the podcast. I have yet to do that. That's my bad. Um, my contention is, is that we don't really get a lot of traffic on Facebook. So when I go to post it, it's just like, you know, who gives a shit? But now we are starting to get some traffic over there. So I will do my best to post pics of like what we talk about and Comic-Con. We have two pictures from Comic-Con from our friend Ryan, who went over there, and uh, they're really not that great of pictures. One's a picture of E.T., but the other was a picture of some like some cosplay, but from the back, because there were these two girls that were scantily clad, and it's for some really nice um, Comic-Con TNA. So, uh, there you go. Or There's just that. the A. Just the A, uh, you're right. Unless there's side boob. Oh, there might be. But it's covered because they're in costumes. So does that say more about Ryan or uh, the I girls? Both. Oh, he takes it from the back or likes it from the back. Sorry. Oh, Ryan. Sorry, Ryan. <laughs> Put that in your cartoon. Uh, <laughs> that's funny. Uh, are we done? I think we did it in a good short, under an hour. I don't know. It's about an hour now, yeah? I mean, we keep... Oh, we, is this it's just second half? This is the second half. Oh, yeah, we're done. <laughs> <laughs> so, that, I mean, we found a good way to... Yeah, but the first the first portion, we, we, we knocked out in 20 minutes. So. All right, yeah, we're close um, to an hour. We keep, uh, we keep figuring out ways to stretch it. I, I always feel like we're taking a 23-minute episode and stretching it out, but there really is all this shit to talk about and deconstruct there is. inside of these 23 minutes. So I just, I just find out that it's uh, kind of exhausting to, to like... Have it all come out of your head right after you watch it and put it down for you guys to listen to and that you guys are actually listening. So that's fucking awesome. Hit us uh, hit us up on soundcloud.com slash a week late. We will shout you out. Do fan, email fans.aweeklate at gmail.com. If we missed anything that you guys want to talk about, what are your thoughts about Pidge slash Katie? Are we... Are we looking into it too deeply, or is that exactly what they're doing? And who's your favorite lion, and what do you think about the Pink Ranger, or stuff like that? Let us know in the emails, uh, facebook.com slash a weekly podcast. 
Twitter, at AweekLate. Go check out the Daily Fantasy Podcast if you guys are into sports. You can actually find that on SoundCloud at... Actually, no, I do not want to give that out yet because... You know what? Just uh, search 49 Daily Fantasy and you'll find it. The number is 489 Daily Fantasy. You can tweet at... I don't even know. Is it 49 underscore DFS? Yeah. On Twitter for the uh, for the daily fantasy stuff to stop to talk sport to talk to Aaron about sports balls and um, sports balls. hit up Randy on SoundCloud if you want. He is slash headshot H E D S H O T. You can check out his playlist. Check out Michael Angelo. I think you're gonna start um, doing one. the lead work on trying to talk to him and That's to. Right. Maybe, is he is he out of state? Is he doing Skype with us? What are we doing with him? We are yet to decide. We will, all right, all right. We'll have to see we'll where he goes. We'll keep updated on that. Stay uh, tuned. We might have to do a Skype or That'd something. really well. Yeah, try to record that as it comes through. That's going to be, that's going to sound weird, like going from microphone to microphone, but we'll see what happens. That's it. I think that's it. Check us out at 489, the number is 489entertainment.com. For all things music, you can check out and access the website as well, weekly.com, from there. And check out the music and artists that we're promoting, the events that we're lining up, and I think that's it. My name is Darren, a.k.a. Analysis49. That is Randy, a.k.a. Headshot. I don't know why I'm pointing at you because they can't see me pointing. With your thumbs. With my thumbs. Thanks for listening, everybody. And we will see you... A week ago. Cue the music, Bondo. Pick it, 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 pick it,